All right, guys, welcome back to the College to Cam Girl podcast with your favorite cam girl that loves to talk, Melissa Stratton. Today is an extra, extra special show. It's different than all the other episodes we've done. If you hear that little giggle, you can definitely tell what's coming. I tell you all the time how much I love meeting other people in this industry, working with other cameras, and kind of like learning from their experiences. And I wanted to introduce you to my bestie, who is going to give you some more insight into the world of camming, Demi Hawks. How you doing, Demi? Hi, I'm good. <laughs> I'm very excited. Oh, good. I know. I'm so excited to have you. It's been a while since we've seen each other. Gosh, when was the last time we saw each other? L.A for the uh, yeah a month ago three, yeah yeah it's been a long month so yeah I don't know this is a nice little like um you know halfway point I think the next time we'll see each other will be what Chicago Exotica uh, it's gotta be unless we're gonna do no oh yeah Oh, yeah, it is. It, yeah, it's coming up faster uh-huh. than we think. So, you know, like I'm saying, this is it's time to uh, book your tickets now, guys. If you want to go to any of the conventions or things to see me or Demi or any of your favorite cam girls in person, definitely get on top of that because they have their schedules out now. But um, I did want to mm-hmm. pick Demi's brain a little bit for you about things that are kind of important to me and things that I've just, you know, talked about with other cam girls before too, but never on the podcast. So I want you to hear their, her perspective, you know, live and in person. So I think we'll just start right off with the, well, hang on, hang on. First of all, <laughs> tell me about where you cam and where people can find you, you know? Yeah. Uh, so I cam on Shatterby, just like you. Mm-hmm. Um, and I am Demi Hawks across the board. Demi, like D-E-M-I. Not Debbie. Sometimes people call me Debbie. <laughs> Debbie's your alter ego. That's, yeah. <laughs> Anytime there's a mistake, that's Debbie's fault. Damn it, Debbie. Um, but yeah, I'm on Cherry, OnlyFans, Minivids. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram. And there, I'm Demi Hawks 1. Just the same, but with a number 1. Perfect. So she is a real person. I've seen her in person. And I know people are going to ask and say, is this her real voice? How often do you get that? Do you get that every time you get online? Every time I get online, every time I go out in public in real life, yeah, all the goddamn time. <laughs> is this her real voice? You guys, yes, this is her yeah. real voice. We have been behind the scenes. Her voice does not change. So yes, this sweet little girl, well, she's pretty feisty too, but she is as sweet as she sounds. So I guess, you know, uh, speaking of sweet things, I, we were I was talking about um, regulars a while back and kind of people that we see regularly. Do you have anything that stands out to you or like as one of like the sweetest things that a regular has done for you since Valentine's Day is coming up? Oh, I know. Uh, I don't know. I have a lot of very, very sweet regulars. Aww. But somebody sent me a very special gift um it should be coming here on friday i'm so excited oh my gosh what is it tell me can you guess it's been on my wish list for the longest time and i've been like fantasizing it's a puppy they sent you a fucking puppy oh damn it okay my cat would kill me no (laughs) um it's gotta be like a a 20 inch dildo it's a fuck machine shut up Oh my gosh, I'm so jealous. You guys, fuck machines are like the holy grail of camming. It will change the game. I cannot wait to watch your shows. I'm so excited. I've literally, I've been like fantasizing about having a fuck machine since like <laughs> Okay, explain, like, explain what a fuck machine is. Because okay. I mean, it's pretty self-explanatory, but you know, if you need to know the details. <laughs> so it is um, like a metal arm 
I guess, and it's, I don't know how the mechanics work. That's not, I'm not concerned well, about that. You're going to find <laughs> out, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and basically, it goes back and forth or up and down. You can change the position. Up and, and you down. stick it up and down. Oh, God. Or down and up. <laughs> I'm about to get railed. <laughs> Oh my gosh, I cannot wait to see this. Yeah, you like oh, you I stick a dildo it. on that end or something that like mm-hmm. click on, or you can get like um a certain plate for it so you can suction cup a dildo on. Yes, yes. And then you know And then you and then you go. Then you take it go for a ride. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Okay, well speaking of dildos, and I know people love to ask him girls this question. And hopefully you feel comfortable answering. What is your favorite size or do you have a favorite toy? I like, I don't like them too big. I have like a seven incher. I like, I think, but it's like, okay. Cause with the balls, with the dildos, a seven inch dildo is usually about six inches insertable length. Ah, true. That's good. I like a good yeah. thick one like that. Um, have you ever had the real cock kind of like the texture on them? Oh my gosh. Yes. The, that like nice, like kind of softness, mm-hmm. like it's they're like still so hard. Sweet. Yeah, yeah. Love it, love it, love it. <laughs> Amazing. Oh my gosh, I love that. Okay, cool. So there you go, guys. That's her seven inches insertable. No, six inches insertable. Uh, just about six to seven. You know, if I'm with a guy and he's got an extra inch, I'm not going to complain. I love it. Nobody would. Um, okay, so. Getting kind of back to more about like camming, I've done a couple episodes on like either like being in a slump or how it's affected my mental health because you are kind of out there in person, like we just did, sharing like kind of personal details on the daily. What has camming taught you about like the importance of mental health and like your mental health? Um, it's just like it's really driven this point home for me, which is you can't pour from a cup that's empty. Oh, so true. When you're camming, you're giving so much of yourself out. Like you're you're just kind of you're out there and you're giving out this energy all the time. And if you don't have it within yourself to give, like you have to take a break. You have to like replenish your own glass, make sure you're good before mm-hmm. you're like out there. No, totally. And so what are some mm-hmm. of the things you do to kind of like replenish your cup when you feel like it gets empty? I take days off. Part yep. of it's physical too, because it's very physical and your body gets tired. Yep. Um, I actually took like half a month off in November. I took Oh like- nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You went on vacation. I did. I went out with um I went to Aruba with one of my girlfriends. Oh my gosh. Was amazing. it amazing? Amazing. You so would have beautiful. to come back it. refreshed after that. Yes. You would have and to. I did. And I feel like I came back like a new person. You know? <laughs> yes. No, totally. Like, you get so that like passion energy. back. Yep. No, totally. Yeah. And then so I've noticed too, if I take a little bit of a break, sometimes my viewers dip or it takes me a while to get that social mm-hmm. media built back up. Have you ever experienced that? And then like within the algorithm, what are some of your hacks to get more viewers in your room? Damn, I didn't think about that question. I'm so on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm you don't have to, um, but if you, if you don't have that problem, dude, more power to you. I think some of us that are like, we're, we're a little like starting out. I mean, you started out just a little bit before I did, but you have skyrocketed, you know, I think some of us mm-hmm. that 
don't cam as often or don't have as big of an audience, like that is something that we struggle with, you know? Yeah, for sure. And it's something like, you know, I've struggled with when I started, I would get fuck like 20 users in my room Mm -hmm, for the first mm -hmm. like four months. Like I had no idea how to get people in. Yeah. So what made you stick Um, with it? Uh, well, at the time I was doing OnlyFans. I had started yep. right when the pandemic happened. I started OnlyFans. Um, and I had an art degree and nowhere was hiring. <laughs> you know, it was, it was COVID and, yeah. um, I was like, I'm already out there on OnlyFans. I'm just gonna, I'm gonna stick with it. I know. And it's something I wanted for myself. Like I want the kind of lifestyle that I can have through camming. Like I want that flexibility. I want to be my own boss, like in charge of myself. That is a double-edged sword, but that's the life I <laughs> Don't want. Don't you hate your boss? I just hate, I hate my boss sometimes. She's such a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> is it her name, Debbie? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Um, so that kind of brings me to my next question. Like, talk to me a little bit about marketing when it comes to promoting your cam room or yourself in general. And you touched on OnlyFans. That's kind of where you started. Um, you know, what do you use most to kind of like bring viewers to your room? Um, I used Twitter a lot. And mm-hmm. then if I know I'm going to take a break, I try and still be active on Twitter. And you can even... Um, schedule things like schedule posts yes yep. so I, don't have to look at it. I don't have to touch it I don't have to touch my phone but I know stuff mm-hmm. is all gonna be out there um reddit if you if you're like in the right places on reddit and you find the right niche reddit yep. can be good and it can be bad it's just like I don't know I think everything's like a very mixed bag and it's just like you can make it work for yourself if that's what you want your brand to be 100 percent. I, f- I feel reddit's an interesting one for me because I just I feel like it's messy yeah it's just a, me- <laughs> it's a messy place to be so saying a mixed bag is like a really nice way to put it I feel like twitter is kind of the same way but it's a little more organized so when I was you know? just on OnlyFans this was like before I started camming but yeah. I had some of my I think they were taken from just from my Reddit, but reposted on because you know how Reddit is organized into subreddits. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> there's one called a Butterface subreddit, and they put Aww. my pictures like all over oh, it. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> that, oh. that totally hit my self-esteem. Uh, I took like a week off too from like looking at comments, looking at the internet. Oh my gosh! Need a break. Here's what people on the internet say about. Uh, like people's oh no that kills me because Demi is one of the more most gorgeous girls I've ever seen like you have the most perfect (laughs) little doll face so the fact that anybody would say it's just that's wild it's highly inaccurate number one and number two people love to hate I feel like that's when I realized people were really paying attention to me when I would get a lot of like hate comments and I was like oh I must be doing something right (laughs) if you like me enough to hate me So no, I Oh the haters just... the haters will give you so much attention. And honestly, sometimes it's good because those comments and stuff, even if they're hate comments, they boost you. I know, right? Mm-hmm. No bad press. <laughs> there's no such thing as bad press, right? It's terrible though. It does it does hurt. We do feel it. We do see what we do, especially if you know I you manage all your own social media. So it does suck. I don't appreciate mm-hmm. getting that kind of stuff. But when you do see it, you're like, all right, well, I guess I'll I'll help it serve a purpose, you know? It, it is what it is. Um, 
Let's see. I know Instagram's kind of a hard one too. Do you have an Instagram? I do have an Instagram. How oh. many times has your Instagram been banned? Zero. Oh, wow. And I don't know if <laughs> I should say this. I don't know if I should say this, but I have my nipples out in one post on Instagram. Shut up. Okay. Well, we won't uh-huh. tell you what her Instagram is. I'm sure you'll probably go find it, but that is so funny. Yeah. It's, it's so true what they're kind of going through right now about, you know, some people and celebrities, if the account is big enough, they, they're kind of letting things slide, but then they're targeting kind of the smaller people and accounts. It's so interesting. I've had two accounts mm-hmm. shut down already. So, you know, it is what it is. <laughs> Apparently I, I was to... getting a little too wild. Yeah. I almost didn't want to talk about this, but I used to have a TikTok. Oh yeah. And yeah. That's a tough one too. That got banned every day. Oh, every day. Like gosh. I would be banned. I would oh, be banned for two days. So I would come time. back and then I would ban for a week. I would come back. It was, like people just reported and reported or whatever. Like TikTok yeah. hated me. So that's the oh, thing. It's like, TikTok didn't work for me and work for my brand. So I was like, I'm not going to keep fighting it. I'm not going to keep trying to like push myself into this TikTok space. Like it didn't feel worth it to me. And I had other spaces that I liked being in more. Totally. Hey, that's really great advice. Use what serves your brand and it doesn't have to be everything. I feel like there is a big push right now to get into spaces like TikTok or kind of video based things, but I don't think it serves our industry and our community very well. I don't think it's very welcoming to people that do what we do. And so it's like, okay, fine, I'll stay out of it. You know what I mean? Like, I'd rather be someplace that I'm welcome and that welcomes my content. Because if you've made a TikTok before, if you watch TikTok videos, like it takes so much effort to make those. And then to have your account get shut down or taken out, oh, it sucks. That was the thing. And And I got a lot of followers. I would get a lot of views, but I was like, it just gets taken down. Like, I don't want to put this energy into something that, like, lasts for 30 minutes. Yes. No, totally. So, okay. So, we've talked about things that, that do work and things that don't work. Do you think that trade shows and events work for you? Yes, but maybe not in the way people would think. Okay. What does that mean? I think it's more about networking with other people in the industry. Yep. I agree with networking that. with fans. Because you're not really going to find new fans at a convention necessarily maybe mm-hmm. you'll pick up a couple but the people who are there who are gonna like really talk to you at the convention who are fans are already fans you know? ah that's true yeah new fans a little hard to find you know building those relationships with your current fans absolutely mm-hmm. but we met at a convention we did. so that and then is that just has like come into a collab two collabs actually two collabs yes and then all that cross promotion all that like kind of interaction we have now on twitter whatever because we're friends like Mm -hmm. that's like priceless you know i know seriously because it's it kind of can be a lonely business and you sometimes Mm -hmm. you don't know who to trust but when you do get to meet someone in person you get a vibe for them it does kind of open up your circle a little bit you know and i do i want to see good people do well. And so when it comes to like social media and promoting each other and stuff, I do that because I like you and I like your content. You know, I don't have anybody pay me for anything ever, you know, in terms of that. So it's really Mm -hmm. important to like build those relationships. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So let's see what, okay. So you use it mostly for like networking. I totally get that. Um, if I'm a person off the street and I want to attend a trade show to meet you. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So question number one, Yay! you're totally cool with that. How do I, uh-huh. how do I stand out? And like, what are the rules of engagement there? 
Um, <laughs> sorry, I don't mean to like blank. Uh, no, you're fine. I guess. Do you have any experiences of, that you've had with fans in person that you really liked or that stood out to you? Um, I think just people who are very respectful. I love it when people say like, if you tell me your username, if you've watched my cam and you're like, oh, I'm so-and-so, I've said hi. Yes. I love that. And that makes me like so excited. And I love putting like a face to a name. Yes. You know? Oh my gosh. I love that too. To yeah. Um, just being respectful like that, being like, I love taking pictures with my fans. You do? I do. My thing with that though, and I have had bad experiences is people say, can I take a picture? Sure. Mm -hmm. And then where do their hands go? Immediately, oh, yeah. <laughs> right? They go to your ass. They go to your boobies. And I, I love to be totally topless at conventions. Yep. You know? So yes, you do. You're out. You're right there. So what I do is I'm like, can we take a pic? You know? So I put my hand on their shoulder. I grab their other hand. I reach around my back, grab their other hand, and I hold it right on my waist. Oh, nice. Okay. So, so you're like kit. directing, like you're holding their hands and, and showing them where yeah. to go. Uh -huh. Nice. I love that. Yeah. I think it's probably hard being Demi Hawks because – I, I don't know if you know what she looks like, but she is a tiny, beautiful little doll. And she's very, I think you're very friendly looking. You're very, you always have a smile on your face, rosy cheeks, you're gorgeous. And you're just, you know, you give off good energy. When I'm at a show, I usually wear like black and I look really mean. So I feel like sometimes people don't want to like grope me because they're like, this girl is going to step on me. And yeah, I mean, I probably will, but you'll like it. But I think that's really interesting that you have kind of a different coping mechanism with kind of getting in front of the way that fans want to interact with you, you know, and cause you want to keep it positive. Nobody wants to meet a fan and have a negative experience. You know, you want to, you want to make it, yeah, exactly. it good for them. Okay. So if I'm somebody at a show and I've never met you, but I think you're really cute. Is it appropriate to come up and be like, Hey, I know you're streaming right now, but you know, I just wanted to yes, say hi. Yeah. Or can I get a picture? Totally. So you don't mind if people like interrupt you. I don't mind at all. Especially cause like when I'm at the convention, I know it's noisy. I know I can't do most of my normal cam stuff. So my cam show is more like, let's hang out, let's have fun. It's kind of like a little different because it's in public. So it feels a little extra naughty, a little extra fun. But <laughs> part so of the true. fun is it of it, I feel, is like that people know I am like interacting with the crowd. You know, so that I feel yes. like it just kind of helps like drive home. Like, like I really am in this public space. I really do like to interact with people, you know, and I think it's kind of like, Sexy, I, fun, extra to like be naked in that kind of setting, or like oh my gosh, yeah, a little fun. exhibitionist you know? moment. Yeah, <laughs> like I and I just love the attention, and so I'm kind of like I'm focused on the convention and the whole thing of it. I don't necessarily make the most tokens at my shows at conventions. Mm, yeah, but it's more about making those connections for me. Yeah, just being there in that space, in that vibe. Um, mm -hmm. I think that kind of reminds me too, I was going to ask you to tell me a little bit about like your CB family, whatever that means to you. And like, you know, does the positivity of, you know, events or other streamers or your people, does that kind of like keep you going sometimes, you know, cause rather than like being alone at home streaming all the time, like, do you feed off of that at all? Uh, yeah. And I definitely have fans. One in particular, who's also my mod, who has been with me since, Day one of camming. Oh, my gosh. I love that. <laughs> and they're just so, like, encouraging and, like, you know, like, 
it's one of those things like working for yourself there's highs and lows there's ups yep. and downs like no matter what you're doing but I think especially canning and it's nice to have people who you're kind of like with all the time you're interacting with them all the time who you know they're always going to be there to encourage you and help like keep that positive energy going and I feel like you kind of like feed that back and forth Oh, absolutely. You need somebody to, to play off of. I hate when you get stuck in a, a, a room or a rut sometimes where you're talking to yourself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I mean, I could chat the wind. It's, you know, it's a gift. Get tedious. You definitely want to have that energy to like bounce off of. And how special to have somebody that's been there for you that long. Like that is a yeah. rare, it's like if they've known you this long, you're probably going to know them for for the rest of your Never. life, you know, like <laughs> I that think is, so. and like I really consider him like such a close friend at this point. Oh, you know, I like like, and I just love that. Like, there is that, there can be that layer to it. Hmm. I did. Um, I did an episode on this before about like, do you have feelings for the people that you interact with? You know, like, and take that however you want, but do you think that you develop feelings for the people that you interact with in your room? Um, yes and no. <laughs> yeah, no, totally. I feel the you same. You know, I think it's like, we're all humans and it's a very like human, th- like, you know, you kind of recognize like I'm a human on my end of the camera and these are actual human beings on the other end of the camera. Yeah. The screen talking to me. Um, so, you know, like, you don't just see it as, like, a number or a username. You have that recognition. And especially when people are in there a lot and talking to you a lot, you get to know them and you get to feel for them. I think at the same time, though, that can – it's hard to be vulnerable in this industry because – you also need to watch out and not let yourself kind of get taken advantage of, you know, by people who want to like, they want to be your friend and they want to be very friendly. And then they start asking for more and more because you're friends and paying less and less. And it's like, okay, no, you can't let your feelings get in the way of that. Yeah, absolutely. That is something that I think I've even talked about that too, is just being respectful of a a camera or a sex worker's time, even if the relationship starts out that way and then it kind of changes into more friendship, the lasting friendships are the ones that still recognize that this is kind of what we do for um, a living and then, you know, being respectful of that time. Absolutely. But yeah, I love what you said. It's like you, you do develop feelings for people because they are people, you know, we're not, we're not unfeeling beings, even though we're on the other side of a computer screen. And I think that's why you do so well online because you do care about people and how they interact with you. You know, mm-hmm. they come, they come for that, that interaction. Yeah, I think that's an, it's important. And I think like, I don't know, some people who start out and they think it's just fast, easy money and they mm-hmm. don't think about that connection aspect of it all. And then it's not fast, easy money. No, no. No, yeah. it, it could be, but then it won't last, you know, people catch on pretty think, quick. That Yeah. And I think also like, even when it is fast, it's never easy. You know, mm. like you can never just like sit there and it just comes to you. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, you definitely, it's, I mean, we talk about this all the time. It's hard work. Mm-hmm. It's hard work. I've never, I mean, I think that's why we really get along is that we're constantly 
hustling. We're going to the events. We're reaching out to people. We're using our social media. It's a full-time job. It is. You know? And like, speaking of events, like, I didn't think I would travel so much. <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, I was like, okay, Sophie, in my bedroom. <laughs> yep. You're like, I'll just wake up in the morning and I'll cam and that's all I need to do. But, no, I've, like, with the uh, – I went to Miami. I went to Hollywood. I'm going to go to Chicago soon. Like, it's crazy. <laughs> no, it is crazy. I think it's just because this is a personal industry. You've got to be there in front of the people. So this is a good segue to – I've had a great time talking with you today. So let us know what you have coming up, where we can see you, and where, like, where they can watch your shows online. One more time. Uh, yeah, so the next convention I'm going to be at, that's Exotica in Chicago. Uh, you can watch me online at shatterbait.com backslash dummy hawks. Uh, and you can find me pretty much everywhere, OnlyFans, Minivids, under dummy hawks. And I'm also on Twitter and Instagram, dummy hawks1. There you go. And you, you definitely need to follow her. And if you're not following me, then you're just ridiculous at this point because we, we have been known to be in each other's rooms from time to time, if you know what I mean. So <laughs> hopefully we'll have a lot more coming up for you guys this year. Keep an eye out for Demi. Thank you so, so much for being on the podcast and we Thank will be you. sure to see you guys next time. Bye.